This week's support for the fine print with Attorney Jen Route comes from Thrivent Financial. For more than 100 years, Thrivent has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thrivent helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614-567-7141. And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Route. issues speaking of bundles of issues we're recording okay hi and welcome to the fine print with attorney jen route i am attorney jen route and with me as always is my shaggy sidekick ben needenthal <laughs> it's not inaccurate i mean i am very hairy so yeah and i need a haircut and the whole I was thing gonna say, yeah you're a little spiky today I am. yeah no, it's I know. sticking up a little more than normal yeah no i i've literally gone the route of um I, I shave my beard, with the exception of everything down here, uh, my beard and everything above it at the same number so that it's the easiest thing I can possibly do. It's like once a month I just get it all. So just like a dog. <laughs> exactly like a dog. Yes. So. That's what I'm hearing. You know what? When you get to be a dad, fashion just goes right out the window, man. I just don't care. Because before your son, I would have called I was, you Mr. Fashionista. I was a, uh, I was a metrosexual before. So I was dressing sharp and hitting the town, and mm-hmm. I danced a lot. I did, actually. <laughs> you know that. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I did the pot of and the box steps like say, crazy. Not, not the kind of dancing you're picturing, folks. Not out at a club. Or no. is it? More like jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. No, I did a lot of jazz hands. Lots of jazz hands. Boom, still got them. Yep, yep. they're there. Yep. Whoo, wow. Well, hi <laughs> from your shaggy sidekick, everybody. Yes. Zoinks. Uh <laughs> So, yes. So, hi. How's it going? Good. How about you? Oh, dandy. It's dandy. springtime and beautiful, and I was out walking and was chased by dogs. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. You got a little extra exercise, I guess, or? <laughs> I can't say I really ran from them, but um, they would They're not slow leave. dogs. <laughs> no, they were huge. They came oh, yeah? up past my waist. Wow. Um not a, it was five in the morning. They're just kind of. <laughs> were they like walking. the demon dogs from Ghostbusters or what? Not quite there, but okay. uh, they were very dirty. I'm guessing they ran away. <laughs> Where were you? Good lord! I was on my street, <laughs> which is kind of wow. a countryish street. <laughs> Are you sure they weren't like wild dogs or something? Yeah, it's very possible out there. I called the dog warden people. They Did were you? supposed to come get them, yeah. but. There's all kinds of coyotes out there now, too. It's crazy. Like, growing up, we never had coyotes. Yeah, now we have everywhere. coyotes and deer. And on my morning walk, you it's like a nature preserve. You get deer, <laughs> skunks, foxes, coyotes, Multiple chickens. Multiple times, my father, who was a very intelligent man, <laughs> has voiced concern to me when he takes my son out on, like, nature walks that he's afraid that sometimes a coyote might just snatch him and run away with him. 
Have you seen a coyote? They're pretty scraggly, sad-looking things. Sad little cool. <laughs> and and also, if you look up uh, coyote attacks, there have been a total of zero recorded coyote attacks on human beings ever. Yeah, there's not a lot. <laughs> no, they're very small and not very intimidating. But dogs bite. They sure do. Yeah. Yep. That is one of the big things that I all. Do you t- really see a lot of dog bites? Uh huh. Oh, I get man. a lot of phone calls. Dog bit me. Blah blah blah. This happened. Wow. What do I do? Hmm. And since it's springtime and people have their dogs out and maybe aren't following leash laws, it's a good idea. I thought we'd talk about dog bites. Dog bites. Sweet. So. All, all right. right. So a dog bites me and I have to go to the hospital. And I actually had one case I evaluated. She went to the hospital and it got all infected. And that has caused like a year off work and surgeries and all sorts of drama. Like permanent loss of use of her hand. Not complete loss, but some loss. Um. And people call me, and what should they do? Well, obviously, if you get bitten by a dog, you go to the hospital. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of, you know. Right. And you report that to the hospital, who should report it to the health department. Mm -hmm. And you should also, because they normally have to quarantine the dog. Yeah. To make sure it doesn't have rabies. Right. And they normally give you really painful rabies shots anyways, just in case. Yeah. Because rabies is no fun. No. Okay. No. Generally speaking, you don't want to have rabies. Right. Now, if a dog was particularly vicious, okay, and we all know those dogs. Like Chihuahuas there's the nice, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the nice dogs who are <laughs> playing around and who out of nowhere kind of bite you. Then there's the ones that are like snarling, growling, and then like attack. Mm-hmm. Two different things. Okay. Um, for sure, if you have a vicious dog, you make a police report. Um, that's, that's an important thing to do. In general, you can make a police report for any dog bite. Yeah. And probably should just to document. Yeah. Um, you may also speak to the homeowner. Um, most homeowners insurances cover dog bites Mm -hmm. of some sort. Yeah. Um, and that insurance will pay for you, like your medical bills, uh, sometimes time away from work, not always economic loss is what they're looking for. Right. So if you're hourly and you lost a shift, I can see maybe, that. Yeah. um, depends on the insurance carrier. Sometimes they will also pay for non-economic damages. So that's like scarring. Okay. That generally, even though. Pain and suffering is considered in non-economic damages. It's not always really. Right. It's hard hard to get those. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, and sometimes the insurance will pay that, and that would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it doesn't, and yeah. sometimes you have like the one lady whose hand got infected and has had all of these problems, and it was all because of the dog bite. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you then have to look at suing. Mm. And dog bites come under two types of case law, or two types of law. You have statutory law, mm-hmm. in Ohio anyways. Not all states have a dog bite statute. Um, and then you have common law or case law. That's the same thing. Okay. Um, so uh, 
the slight difference in these cases, um, as in Ohio anyways, common law, which is developed by case law and judges, we've talked a lot about judges lately, um, often it, dogs are given a one free bite. <laughs> as sad as that sounds. Okay. So basically, if you... I mean, bring, it's well, kind of how they do things, man. Right. They if, don't if, have hands. If you have a dog that has never had any issues, yeah, and it's not a puppy, right? Five-year-old golden retriever, yeah, bites somebody. Vicious, right? Vicious golden retriever. Yes, clearly. Um, and there's nothing that would have ever given any sign, right? And the homeowner wasn't being negligent, and the person who was bitten wasn't, um doing anything to antagonize the dog. Could you have seen it coming? Probably not. It's just going to be, you know, an incident that happened. Sorry. No. Um, it reminds me of an, one of my patented unrelated stories. Oh, uh, what's yes, that? I went, uh, uh, my sister and I, uh, you know my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the most accident-prone human beings I've ever met in my life. Yes, she competes with me on that. It's um, awesome. She- <laughs> She and I went for a walk over at uh, Antrim Park, not far from here, Aww. and uh, we're walking along and uh, just kind of doing the thing, and a lady just happens to be jogging by, and she's got a golden retriever, beautiful female golden retriever with her. I mean, golden retrievers are like literally like the sweetest dog Generally. on the planet, you know? They're pretty cuddly. And going along, and Sarah's like, oh, hi, puppy, and she goes down, and this dog, I've never... <laughs> And just and snaps at her and almost gets her, like rips her shirt and everything. And I've never seen that happen to anybody else except for my sister. Right. That a golden retriever tried to attack and, and maul her, which, uh, you know. So be careful of those yeah, golden be careful. retrievers. So, uh, right. Yes. So back to the actual topic at hand. Yes. Here. So generally speaking, they're going to look, a court will look at all of those circumstances. Now, if a dog owner is proven to have known that the dog was vicious, had in any way trained the dog to bite or attack. Which is shitty anyway. Agreed. That's a whole other topic for another day. Yep. Um, Or was somehow negligent in the handling of the dog. Yeah. Um, Then the homeowner can be held liable. Yeah. Now, under Ohio's statutes, so that's the Ohio Revised Code, um... Ohio does not give the one free bite rule. Yeah. Um, instead, they have strict liability. So mm-hmm. what that means is you have absolute responsibility for your animal no matter what, whether you were negligent or it was anything to do with your fault. Mm-hmm. So the kid goes into your backyard, your fenced-in backyard, yeah, without your permission, mm. and gets bitten by your dog. Mm. Technically, under the statute... That's, Strict liability. Your yeah. dog bit someone. Even if they trespass? Ah, now we're start, starting to offset. We have offsetting arguments. Okay. But technically, under strict liability, it uh. doesn't matter the circumstances. Okay. You were Whether you were negligent or at fault at all. Okay. Okay. Technically, strict liability right, right. applies. Okay. So. But that's not how things shake out. Obviously. Right. Because right. they take other things into consideration. Yeah. Um, now. <laughs> thank God for that, too, I guess. Right. Some of the things that they take into consideration is, was the person who was bitten um, teasing or tormenting the dog? 
trespassing or committing a crime um, or other ways threatening the dog owner. Yeah. Because dogs are going to be naturally protective. And frankly, that's the whole point of having a dog. If you're a stranger <laughs> and you break into my house, I want my dog to bite you. Yes. <laughs> Sorry you're breaking into my house. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you tried to break into my house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so that's where it's offset. Yeah. Okay. If you're out walking your dog, if your dog's at the dog park. Mm-hmm. You are strictly liable for whatever your dog does. Yeah. So if your dog at the dog park grabs another dog and snaps its neck, congratulations, you are liable for your dog's actions. Yes. That's not okay. Don't do that. No. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Now, when you're choosing your law, the one thing that matters is whether or not you're going after punitive damages. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can choose... Either or, or kind of both. And if you're making the arguments, you you would lay out your complaint to have both. um, Common law and uh, statutory law. Um, And that's because under common law, you can get punitive damages. So compensatory damages are economic and non-economic damages. So that's your actual medical bills or the cost to replace the puppy or whatever. And then non-economic would be pain, suffering, scarring, that kind of thing. Punitive is meant to punish. Mm -hmm. It's meant to prevent this from happening again. It's meant to teach a lesson. Under common law, you can do that. Um, Or at least make the argument for it. And you can get that under Ohio law if you can prove the dog owner acted with malice. Okay. So that's back to teaching a dog to be vicious. Right. Um, and I you, imagine that's relatively difficult to prove, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but if they look at a dog and they see this dog has been fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why has yeah. the dog been fighting? Right. It wouldn't take much of an exam of that dog from a veterinary professional. Right. To go, this dog's been trained to fight. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, I mean... You just you would have to have a professional give that opinion in yeah. court. Okay. Um, under the statute, you can't get punitive damages. Okay. But they're strictly liable. Right. So if you have lower damages, they have to pay. So you know, it's a balancing of what law is most beneficial. Yeah. Um. Other things just to consider. Um. Even in dog bite cases, like if your health insurance paid for your trip to the emergency room, Mm -hmm. they get paid back. Yeah. Um, It's important. They always get paid back, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Um, And other interesting thing is the dog owner is not the only one that can always be held liable. Mm -hmm. So what if you have a dog sitter? Oh, yeah. A landlord. Yeah. So landlords, be careful if your tenants have dogs. Yeah. Because most renters insurance do not have a liability portion for dogs. Huh. Some do. Yeah. Some in general. Yeah. But a lot of them, it falls on the homeowner, which is the landlord. So um, be careful of that. If you have a dog walker. That makes sense. The dog walker can be held liable because the dog is within their control. Um. So that that all matters. Um, 
and you want to be careful about that. Yeah. In general, we fall back on our old rule. Don't yeah. be a jerk. <laughs> Raise good puppies. Yeah. <laughs> teach them how to yeah. obey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't teach them to kill. You right. Know, teach but, them nice. <laughs> yes. Yep. And I mean, that's, you know, I think that's where a lot of people get upset because you know, people, it's, you know, people that look at against the breed themselves. And it's not the breed that's the problem. It's a lot of times it's the training. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Right. Um, one last thing as far as choosing whether or not you're going by statute mm-hmm. or um, common law. Mm-hmm. If you can't prove that the homeowner or dog owner was negligent, mm-hmm. you go with the statute because yeah. then they are strictly liable just because they own the dog. Yeah. So just in case that wasn't clear. Gotcha. Um, common law, you have to prove negligence. So yeah. That's the, they had a duty to control the dog in a safe way. They breached that duty. That breach caused you to be injured. That kind of thing. Okay. So just a slight difference. These are all remarkably fair laws and rules and, and weirdly enough, most laws are some, yeah. some are goofy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But most of the time they exist for a reason sense. and they're pretty even keeled. Yes. Generally. It's yeah. just, we tend to like to push the envelope sometime. And yeah. And well, and when the law is, uh, you know, coming down against you, then it's like, no, this law is unjust and unfair. Right. Right. So, but yeah. Right. But nothing unconstitutional there. No. It's just saying control your dog. Yep. Makes perfect sense. Don't let them hurt someone. Yes. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. One yeah. way or the other. Yeah. Leash laws and all that other stuff makes sense. Right. You know? And that's really to protect the dog, you, and other people. Right. So most communities have some sort of leash law where your dog has to be on a leash. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want dogs running into the street. Right. We yeah. don't want dogs going after kids in the neighborhood. No, that's generally bad. You yeah. don't want packs of feral dogs roaming the streets. No. Like you encountered, weirdly enough, and well, we have a pack of Columbus, pack, Ohio. Is it a pack of feral cats on my street as well? <laughs> like <laughs> probably Gen-less, two Gen-less. dozen of them. <laughs> we both grew up in kind of the same area. And I'm laughing because we also have peacocks not from not far from and th- now granted we never have like roaming gangs of peacocks but they would occasionally get out. They would occasionally out. cross the, Yeah, we'd the, occasionally find one in our back in in our backyard when I was growing up and and you know I mean there's only one place locally that you know had peacocks so you'd call the farm and like hey your peacocks in my yard. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So fun times. Good times. So. Yeah. Be good to your puppies. Yes. Pet them nicely. Teach them good behavior. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yes. Yep. So we made this one short and sweet today, but that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. All right. So I'm looking forward to your lawyer joke of the week. I'm Got a good sure one. it's uh, great. <laughs> but first, as always, we have our housekeeping. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That's our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, or even suggest topics for future episodes. If you are already following us, thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Route every week. Uh, as I've mentioned before, we do have a new podcast coming soon uh, called uh, the, the, the Oh the Merton's oh, Guide to Home Membership to Home Ownership, not membership. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Um, but uh, it, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a, a basically a show about owning a home and all the steps that go into. 
buying and then eventually maintaining your home. So that's something that you'll hear a little bit more about as time goes by, but uh, keep uh, keep an ear out for that, and we'll, we'll let you know when that's coming. But uh, you can find me on social media as well. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, look up my name, Ben Needenthal. Have fun spelling that, uh, or I'm at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Uh, you can try to find Jen on Twitter, um, and if you do, you win a prize. <laughs> right, because I'm $100, not there. $100,000 uh-huh. from Jen. So <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, from me. Good luck with yes. that. Yes. If you're new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. If you like the show, we'd appreciate it if you could take a few minutes out of your day. Head over to iTunes, rate, and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. It sure does. And, uh, you know, one other thing we'd like to thank all of our listeners. It's because of you that our podcast exists. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, remember sharing is caring. You know, maybe somebody uh, that you know uh, is going through a thing and they need to have maybe some, you know, thing, some things general set straight. General information. Yeah, some general through. information. We've got a whole repository of like over 60 episodes now of all kinds of different topics. And, uh, yeah, there's almost certainly something in there for everybody because at some point or another, odds are you're going to find yourself on the legal end of the world. Yep. So, yep. But, uh, uh, but thank you for listening. And uh, remember, sharing is, in fact, caring. Uh, Jen, would you like to hear my lawyer joke of the week? I just can't wait. Okay. Well, I'm tweaking it slightly to fit today's topic. Oh, how nice. Uh, You're trapped in a room with a vicious dog, Mm -hmm. a rattlesnake, Mm -hmm. and a lawyer. Your gun only has two bullets. (sighs) What do you do? Shoot the lawyer twice. I see. You stepped on my joke. Yeah, well. Yeah. So I saw that one coming. Yeah, it was, it's kind of a it was like a train coming at you really slow. But uh, yeah, but okay. Well, either way, until next time, I'm, I am Ben Edenthal. And I ruined your joke. That's fine. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you that ignorance of the law excuses no, no man, man from, from following, following it. it. <laughs> yeah, now I ruined your thing. Yep. How about that? Perfect. Have All a right, good folks. week. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.